No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Have you ever been headed to a new venue and you wondered, like, where's the best place to eat around there? Or... Am I going to get busted trying to take something through security? Every time I go to a show. <laughs> every you, time. Heck yeah. I want to know what's going on around me so I can make some plans. Where is the best sound in said new venue? Well, there is a new site that has you covered. It's called VenueLama.com. And it is an online resource that provides live music fans the insider venue info they need. And this is super cool. It's like Yelp, but for venues and for heads, right? So VenueLama.com launches in late spring, but they're currently doing a sneak preview for No Simple Road listeners. Head over to VenueLama.com to sign up for your free Llama account to start rating and sharing your insider venue info today. Llamas can also list their favorite scene-friendly businesses, websites, or podcasts on the VL Friends page. Apple, did you have some witty retort input? Or No, otherwise? I always just like to add, too, because I love it. They have a cool, Venue Llama has a cool YouTube channel that puts up all kinds of classic performances and stuff. They're doing a lot. Go check out the YouTube as well. Yep. Head over to check out the exclusive beta version of Venue Llama today at VenueLlama.com forward slash NSR. That's V-E-N-U-E-L-L-A-M-A dot com forward slash N-S-R. Oh, Venue Llama. Every year that we do the show, I'm so much more grateful that Shop Tour Bus has been our sponsor. Gotta love them. They're amazing. Why? Because they constantly outdo themselves with their Grateful Dead inspired merch. Talking about t-shirts, hoodies. Um, I think they had like canvas bags. They just restocked trucker hats. They restocked trucker hats. And they also did the organic powder dyed spiral colored tees. Spit that out. Say that 10 times fast. I mean, that was pretty good. Uh, sound to cover just, or bound, sorry. Sound to cover. <laughs> sound. That bound too. to cover just a little more ground. You That's know, so I'm cute. An, I'm going to take it back old school okay. and just remind everybody out there that when you order something from Shop Tour Bus, it's not coming in some stupid Mylar bag. Nope. It is coming in an all over print, one of a kind box with one of their amazing designs on it and coming with all kinds of extras in the box and some of you are getting a Grateful Dead Miracle cassette tape bootleg in your order. These are the most comfortable, softest, 
and most amazing dope teas you will ever find on any lot, virtual or otherwise, ever, anywhere. And their hoodies as well. And when we say, like, act fast on this, they drop new stuff all the time. This stuff goes quickly. It is it high demand by us and everybody else. So yep. go on over to at Shop Tour Bus. Or shoptourbus.com online. And when you're checking out, make sure to put in the promo code. No simple road. All one word. That's right. So that you get the free shipping that you are entitled to as a member of the No Simple Road family. Go to shoptourbus.com. Put in the promo code. No simple road. All one word. The Grateful Dead family is known for creating amazing music, creating amazing DIY clothing, all kinds of uh, artwork and other amazing shit. Did you know... That in Portland and Denver and soon Ben, the Grateful Dead family is cooking up the best chicken wings, chicken sandwiches, salads, vegan stuff, desserts, the best in the biz. I'd say we did know that, but if you don't know that, you better get on over to one of those locations and try that stuff. I mean, they have something for everybody. They have vegan stuff. They got the kids menu. Fire on the mountain brewing, fire on the mountain wings. This is the Grateful Dead family at its best, cooking up and brewing up the best food and drink in the Portland area and the Denver area right now. Now that you know about all the awesome food, they also have really cool merch. They have their sauces. And they also have their new Silly Pint Cups that they can be ordered on Portland, PortlandWings.com. Yeah. So don't feel like you're missing out. You are not missing out. You can go to PortlandWings.com and you can also go to FOTM PDX and FOTM Denver and check out everything that's going on at Fire on the Mountain. The Grateful Dead family is hooking it up and cooking it up. Go check it out. It is finally festival season. It's time to get back out there and start shaking those bones. And no better way to do that than to head down to Ventura, California, April 19th through the 23rd for Skull and Roses. Five days on the beach with the greatest Grateful Dead music on the planet being played by Phil Lesh and friends. O'Teal, Terrapin, uh, fuck, no, that's not right. <laughs> Melvin Tell me Seals, out. Thank you. JGB. I was just waiting for you to stop talking, so I can, <laughs> you got to stop bumbling. But yeah, we're going to have Circles Around the Sun, Boombox, The Latin Dead. Dogs in a Pile. Stu Allen and Mars Hotel, Big Steve and the Ass Bites. <laughs> yeah. Cubensis. Oh, yeah, man. so you guys get the picture. Come visit us out in Ventura, Sunny Ventura, California, April 19th through the 23rd. And come hang out. Yeah, man. No Simple Road's going to be there. We're going to be podcasting. We're going to be hanging out with the Grateful Dead family. There's a new, bigger shakedown this year and a different layout. If you were there last year, you are going to be surprised when you walk in this year. It's going to be something special. So come catch that California vibe down on the beach in Ventura, California. Go to SkullAndRoses.com. Passes are available now. You can get single-day passes, VIP, the whole thing. You know the drill. SkullAndRoses.com. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're 
We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspy, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Episode is going to have a, a, a portrait now. Well, I'm on, not every episode. Only our um, interview episodes. That, that, okay, every interview episode is going to have a portrait now. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I you, say most of them do, don't they? Well, yeah, I'm I'm saying try because sometimes it happens where, like, if we're out and about or something like right. that. Right. Hey, no, no simple road family. Hey, we're back. This is Mel. It's Apple and Aaron. Yeah, I, I think now it's, you know who we are. I think it's becoming expected. Like, like if I came on the show and you didn't do my sketch, I'd feel. But I don't left show out. anybody. The only uh, Matthew got lucky because he's <laughs> OG and he's a Chan donator. Yeah, and but the whole you thing. Latin Dead. I did do Latin Dead and um, Natalie Cressman. Well, that was on you. You you exposed Natalie. It Cressman. has now become a thing. Yeah. So, do you think that like over time, now that you're focusing on doing that, that you're going to be like an amazing portrait person <laughs> no, in, I don't. in another 300 I don't, episodes. I don't expect that. If that happens, then <laughs> hell yeah. Mel, we'll be I, starting I, an, an, an interview and Mel will have like an easel like Bob Ross. <laughs> that's for you, I'd, I'd feel kind of bummed though if, if she like was doing perfect portraits. No. That's what's so cool about what she does. It, I, I only have like the 2D perspective. I can't like. I think I think we could actually like turn this into a thing if you out there want mel to draw a portrait of you no (laughs) (laughs) no that's not how it works dope it happens because i'm inspired by the conversation and like you can't force it no and and also we've been able to no you can't also like we are looking at this person for 
60 minutes basically yeah or, or longer right. so i get to kind well, that's of true i didn't yeah. think that you have a captive audio you're looking yeah. at them the whole time and they're not really moving and and at first like the whole thing started everybody if you don't know what we're talking about because it was in the middle of the conversation over the years of um no simple road and it hasn't been every year but over the years of no simple road it started off with me just taking notes because i didn't know i wasn't familiar with who we were talking to a lot of the time mm-hmm. and i needed to remember the names that we were talking to and like like little trademarks like their album <laughs> or stuff like that so it, it started out it super was notes it, to help you with the interview yeah like sp- just personally for me so that's why it wasn't even a thing but then as it started to get you know further in the show I got a little bit more creative and started to not only write down things that I needed to know but start to write down things that they were saying and was like holy shit I want to remember that for later and um, then I would start doing that and then it evolved into I'll do a little stick figure and then you know or they say something about their cat and I'd make a cat or something and or band references like yeah. say what like when we ask what are you listening to yes we're, we're always looking at Mel like like did you, <laughs> you write that down did you write that yes. down yes because we know we're not going to remember and now it's become a viral internet sensation no it's not viral <laughs> not even in the least but um it is super fun and potential. I enjoy it because I never really thought of myself as a little like as an artist more note taker hey I just have to say the what the one that Aaron posted Posted the Natalie Cressman one. I mean, that is the most lifelike portrait I've ever seen of Train. <laughs> it's it's, it's mind blowing. I didn't get his glasses. I didn't even get his little stubble. I like look, his arm is my favorite. The curly arm. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. His arm has no bones in it. And but yeah, and then after I finished my my first one, my first um, book, I was like really bummed that I finished it because I wanted to keep seeing those images but now i've grown really fond of this one and and now you're I gonna just finish like it up. I, I look through and i'm like so like dean del rey i love do his, you have his, do you have a lot of empty pages left yeah i do i, I mean it's like half the book okay it's half. yeah you're good yeah so a little more than half welcome back welcome back to the no simple road weekly rewind volume 24 Ooh, 24 booyah. brought to you in collaboration with the edible beats the edible, edible beats. beats denver colorado they are grooving into the world of food and connection and together music and music and family and ownership and love and people and, and change and no simple road and it's popping up more in our lives too. I, I I think we all got. I got super excited yesterday when we were talking to Matthew uh, from, from Perpetual from, Groove. Per, per, yeah, from Perpetual Grooves because I saw that that's their next upcoming dates was playing Ophelia's Soapbox in Denver. Ophelia's Electric Soapbox. Uh, electric Soapbox. And then I I had my friend. She has sang on that stage um, at Ophelia's. Cat. Yeah, cat. She, we were talking, I was talking to her about Ophelia's and she was like, oh my God, I've actually performed, um, on that stage with an Almond Brother, um, tribute band. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. She's a singer. Yeah. Well, she tries to not say she's a singer, but she's a if singer. If you like performed with an Almond Brothers people. tribute band, you're a singer. Unless you're a guitarist. It was a really cool story too. <laughs> I'll let her tell it sometime, but it, it was a super cool thing that she 
secretly did from her dad. It was like her, one of her dad's favorite bands and oh, that's got oh, to see it okay. before he passed away. And it was, it's cool. That's so right. If you don't know what we're talking about, go check out the edible beats. Just Google it. They have an amazing zine that they put out amazing restaurants and what they are doing for the community, the world and for no simple road is unparalleled. So we are super stoked to be producing the weekly rewind in collaboration with them. And um, let's, uh, well, and I want to just say thank you to everybody who one continuously lets us know that they are enjoying these episodes. And two, thank you to all of our Patreon um subscribers because it i feel more now than ever that it's been a community and yeah, yeah. It, you guys always were a oh, community yeah. i just feel like we joined it we joined our own <laughs> we community. joined our own community <laughs> and i just want to say thank you for being patient hanging in there with us and i just appreciate y'all and if you're not part of our patreon group you're still part of our family you're missing out on stuff like learning about pendulums if you, you mel could teach you about pendulums it's in her in her side road episode all about that or who's hank i don't know <laughs> you gotta join patreon <laughs> and listen to Mel's side road or what was a prank that happened to me when i was a kid that my sister told me i was gonna die she thought it was hilarious what happened you don't know because you aren't on patreon <laughs> so go to patreon.com forward slash no 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 simple, simple road, road. <sighs> And sign up for a little as a buck a month. If you sign up for five dollars, you actually get something extra. You yeah. get um, our Discord, to the you. Discord server. My mind just went completely. Right. If I was proud of you, you remembered our name, though. If my mind was a TV right then, it would have went just like that, or and I would have to come over and bang on the side yeah. of you, or adjust the the rabbit ears with the tin, tin foil. foil. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. Also, this has that. nothing to do with anything this at is all. Apropos of nothing. However, I bought these new fountain pens <laughs> when I when I was in Seattle right on, a week ago, and I cannot explain how fucking happy they make me. So just a simple so boligrafo. Un un boligrafo, sí, con um, todos los colores uh-huh. y un. Uh, I don't know how to say un, pon, un pinta. No, point. Oh, okay. Those are like the fancy, with, with like, calligra- yeah, they're, like Okay, they're fountain pens made by Uli, O-O-L-Y. Non-spawn. And yeah, definitely a non-spawn. But if they want to sponsor us, I will sponsor <laughs> the shit out of them. Um, <laughs> Send me pins. But oh Here's my, God, like it elevated my note-taking game. game. I've always wanted colors, but I'm like, I don't want to be like bringing up markers and crayons. This has made me really happy. So I'm just... Then you know. Tw- I'm glad that you're yeah. happy. Twenty-two bucks. That's all it took. All right. I said that's, that's pretty easy. awesome when something like like well, it's not simple, but something as simple as mm-hmm. a dope pen can make you. I mean, look at the, better look at and this. feel better. And compared to, I'm I'm showing the guys um, Matthew from Perpetual Grooves, um, and then I'll show you the very first one. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a different ball game completely. It's completely oh, yeah. Before different. Before and after Uli. Yeah. You need to put that on your it Instagram. stands out Before, more. Yeah. The new. And even these are okay, but there's, it still gets hidden. Phil Hanley. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So I want to start off this week's <laughs> weekly rewind. I don't know why that's hard for me to say, but it is. This week's weekly rewind. I want to start it off with checking in with Apple. Yeah. Because, you know, 
Apple had oh, surgery for, and for, first of all, you check anyway, but first of all, I wanted to say too, we we, we all do a big heartfelt thanks to Joel. Oh, and, yeah. and to Sarah. Joel. Thank you, Joel. Joel Sarah. Dropped by earlier this week and came and got a, a nice big hug from Joel. And Sarah had made this delicious lemon blueberry cake. Okay. That was Sarah, just that so cake good, was but, out. Of Aaron, this world, Aaron said, "He what did you say? I want to live in whatever the topping is yep. on this. <laughs> I want to I want to make my home in that. It, that you know, people, <clears throat> so, you just don't understand. Like having friends like that here, and they're listeners of the show, but they're also friends. And it's like Chan donator, man. That's the, the salt of the earth kind of people. And and I don't know what it is about a baked good." It's <laughs> that well, is like yeah. the the sweet like, and I'm not I don't mean like taste like <laughs> the sweetest thing like, you it's could a, bring somebody a card and and they're like oh thanks man or like bring them a card and a, and a coffee cup and a flower oh that's sweet but if you bring somebody muffins that you bake or yourself cookies or a cake but this this is the special what? part they saved the blueberries from our boat trip in their freezer from for the summer. perfect time to make us this lemon loaf cake. That's forethought. That's premeditation. That is, I'm going to be sweet later on. In, <laughs> in, in, and, and I'm post sweeting you. And I just, I'm yeah, just, we're, really that, we're all like had, so grateful for that. And Thank you, that Sarah has, and Joel. The Joel was like, I hope you can have some apple. That was the only sweet treat I've had. We didn't give him any in the last ten days. Now I, I, I cut it lasted off a, a really long I, time. Yeah, actually. I cut off a, a few. I do like a half a chunk and then come back and get the other half a little while later. I, I ate a few pieces. I wish it I could have eaten the whole thing. Oh my gosh! But yeah, the, I don't know what it is about a baked good that like, you know how they say a picture is worth a thousand words. A baked good is worth ten thousand. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and like, at least yeah, like in 10,000 feelings. Yeah, like, it's oh, really, really right. cool, man. Well, I just want to say one more thank you then. If we're saying thank yous. Yeah, we love thank you um, people. Thank, thank you, you so much to Ben and Tiffany for coming over a couple weeks ago oh. and bringing dinner so we can make it and all eat together and spend the evening together. Best salad I've had in my life ever, We are period. still talking oh, about that salad, the Tiffany. Yep. The uh, fresh homemade microgreens, all these incredible homegrown. ingredients cut up perfect, diced to perfection. It was such a sweet gesture and so thoughtful. And what a beautiful night talking to Ben and Tiffany about just life. And they brought baked goods. <laughs> They did. They, did. they brought they brought brownies, brownies. Two different kinds. And Man. then this is my last thank you. The day before they came over, we got invited to Jordan and Jamie's home for a beautifully yeah, incredibly delectably delightful meal. It was so good. Oh, we, didn't, we didn't bring baked goods. Did though. you get did you have some for that recipe for that sauce he made no, for the no, steak? No. Yeah. Not yet. So I just want to say thank you to the No Simple Road family yeah, so, for like really like stepping up and being so sweet and like you all know that we love to host. We love having people at the house, but when that's reciprocated or that's, you know, people do that for us or show us love in that kind of way, it just, it like stops us in our tracks. You you know, know? at the center of all of that, all those thank yous that you just said is food. Yeah. At the, at the, and that's like the hinge point on all of that is food bringing all of us together. 
And that's a trip, first of all, that something that we need to do to stay alive, right? We have to eat mm-hmm. is something that is such a powerful tool for creating community and family. To Think share. about like what it means to sit down to have like a Sunday family dinner with your family or, or your found family even, or your crew or your people, or even eating food together on lot is yeah. a thing. Like it, it's well, such like a, the whole thing. We always say we break bread together and stuff. And the, like the bands we've had come stay here to sit down and get to eat with everybody at the table is very special. Yeah. It's, it's a, think about that what a weird um well it's not me- weird it's a strange mechanism yeah that's a that's, everybody's got to do it so it's not that weird but it, okay everybody's got to do it but we don't all gather around the toilet we don't all gather around That'd the shower weird. or like, those shoes private things but Okay, yeah. but those are all things that we all have to do. It's the thing I love about it too is it's one of the few moments. Well, you just mentioned one, like a shower is another time that we sh- shut everything off. But like when we sit down at dinner, there's no phones on. Like all the attention goes to the company that you have yeah, that's at that true. table, and there's no distractions. That's one of those things. It's like being at a concert. You're in the moment. Mm-hmm. It's like, the all right, we're playing the dining room. Everybody come totally. grab a seat, and we're going to do this together. And the food becomes the music. Yeah. Yeah, and, totally. And it, and, it's to, and, it, and it's so fun when people, because everybody wants to bring something, usually, when everybody gets together and brings their the own favorite The pot looks like a jam thing. session. Yeah. yeah. Everybody brings their own certain flavor. They want to contribute to it. And I almost forgot one last, another thank you to Audrey. Oh, she came over to get a treatment from Mel and I was so happy to see her. She brought me this huge bouquet of flowers with a back, a telescoping back scratcher, a little back massager, it's a butt scratcher, a, a pinwheel, a uh, little, little fish. Dip and and, that, and like, gorgeous bouquet. Yeah. Gorgeous bouquet. Those, all those lilies popped open now and look beautiful. And they, they, I started, I started bawling as soon as she <laughs> you came. started bawling. Like she didn't even give it to you yet. And you were already <laughs> I like, crying. Hi, Audrey. <laughs> I, 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 looked, I looked at Audrey and Mel both. I was like, you're two moms. Like I need the mom love right now. And yeah, that's my Malala mom. <laughs> that's, that's, Really, really cool, man. Yeah. So, how are you doing, brother? I, I, t- today's kind of rough. I, I'm ten, 10 days post surgery and have had really good days. Uh, today was not a bad day. Till I, okay, I'm at that 10 days, so I'm kind of pushing my boundaries a little. Today's the first day I was like, you know what? I need to go to Rite Aid in the tobacco store. I'm going to, I'm going to get dressed and I'm going to go do that. It's only five miles away to go there and get back. And, First off, I realized as soon as I got dressed to put Levi's on, like I can't wear Levi's yet. It's just the, it's too, too, too restricting. restricting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put them on and was like, oh, hell no. So then I put on my uh, pajama pants, which I'm, I'm <laughs> weird like that. I don't like wearing pajama pants like out in public. And then I realized, like, where we live in Portland, half the population wears pajama (laughs) pants everywhere. Yeah, all the time, not because they had surgery. Yeah, so that was kind of a breakthrough. I was like, oh, I could do this whenever I want. I could wear my jammies outside. Yeah, and it's it's comfortable, except for you got to really watch your wallet with little pockets. That's true. Yeah, they ain't made for that. But I'm I'm doing better. Every day is kind of, it's like, uh, reminds me of What About Bob, Baby Steps. Baby Steps, little baby steps every day, pushing yourself a little, uh 
another piece of advice I learned the hard way. If you're going to walk on the treadmill, don't wear a diaper. (laughs) (laughs) That'll lead to diaper rash. So, yeah, I've been trying to do a little bit on the treadmill, you know, just trying to. Hey, for all of you out there, if you didn't already know that, just hipping you up. Sound sound advice. Sound advice from Unky Apple. Yeah, and and I'm getting back to the, well, I like, I'm not even going to say normal (laughs) diet because I don't want to return to the diet I had before because I've been eating so good for 10 days. I'm really noticing everything I put in my body. Like Mel pointed out last week to me, she's like, when you eat, you should feel good afterwards. You shouldn't feel tired. And so like, which is true when you eat, it's like eating salads and, and oatmeal, peanut butter and oatmeal and stuff like that. And apples, you know, it all makes you feel good. And last night was the grand pleasure ever Aaron made a shepherd's pie with really good uh, ground beef and veggies in it. And it was really good, but I felt the red meat kind of not bad in any way, but I felt the difference. I, I ate that and was like, I just want to go to bed. Mm-hmm. That's comfort. For you. <laughs> yeah. That's why they call it that. Yeah. yeah. You have that at night and it, it kind of puts you to. Yeah. Like, you ain't eating that in the morning and going to go do a nice no, hard day's work all, on the farm. Actually, I did have it this morning and I did a hard day's work. Oh, you, you did? <laughs> I had, yeah, my, my lunch is at 10. Oh my gosh. So, oh, okay. And then I busted my ass the rest of the so, day. Okay. Except Mel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mel's an anomaly when it comes yeah. to certain things. Like it's, it's, yeah. You're a quasar mel yeah so i'm I'm doing better every day and and again thank you to everybody i said it last week just the the continuous outpouring of good like good vibes and love and everything i just appreciate it so much and i'm I'm getting better okay i'm glad man. it's very positive of you apple yeah man i i'm sorry that it uh it took surgery to like make you see this see shit or, that you're seeing but i'm glad that it happened well and i i can just from stories from a few people i know and like uh, the blog like blog there's blogs for everything like i looked at a few things of people talking about recovery from this and stuff and uh it, like i think you said it to me a couple of weeks i think it was before the surgery me and mel were talking and, and it's like just imagine, I, I don't know how much this has been holding me, but I've been dealing with this since before we moved up here. Oh, really? Uh, I didn't a, know that. Oh, yeah. I started having hemorrhoid issues back in Vegas, but it was it was like every six, eight months. And then we came up here, and then I, and then I got a pretty under control, and then they got out of control again. And it was, it was having to go get injections or bandings like every two to three two months, months. Yeah. That's a yeah, lot. That's a lot. Yeah, and that's when the doctor was finally like, "Okay, this is the this is just going to continue on. You're going to be in pain. Let's fix this. You need to go in for the surgery." And that's what I've heard from several people. It's like I got my life back. Like the one, uh, or one of our Chandonators was Ke- Kelly mm-hmm. that last week share, shared. Uh, it, it's once you get through it, they're like, then you get your life back. Yeah. And it's like, I can't, I can't wait to get, you know, I, I can feel it already. But I you don't, do you even know what you lost? That's what I'm saying. I don't really know yet. I know it limited me a lot because uh, it was something I didn't say a lot. There are a lot of times that shows be, you know, jamming. That's what you said the other being day. Being hot. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it'd just be like <sighs> pain mm. or blood. All of a mm. sudden I feel like, oh shit. I remember like we'd party or something and then you and I would meet up in the morning for coffee on the porch and I'd 
we always check in with each other first thing after we party that yeah i'm like hey how's it going brother how you feeling and you'd be like i'm wrecked i am wrecked back there and i to me like i it, it didn't um it didn't really click. I'll be honest. Like it didn't, I didn't realize the severity yeah, used to be of, a little judgmental, uh, not judgmental. I just didn't realize that or it not was understanding. Like, yeah. That it was that bad. I, I thought it was just like, and, and we never regular. talked about this many times. We known each other our whole lives. We both have ridden that same boat. We paddled the hell out of that boat, out of the sympathy boat. Oh yeah. We're using shit to get out of stuff and everything. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I used to be that person in Vegas too, but like, like for good examples, like right when we started this and everything, I, I'm in, I'm I'm severely discomforted. I'm not really in pain, but when we, we sat in and Aaron gave me the option. He's like, "Bro, if you're not feeling it, me and Mel can do this." It's like, "Oh God, no! This is this is one of the things I really look forward to right now. It's therapy. I feel I feel better sitting here doing this right now, and it's going to feel good afterwards. It's like mm-hmm. another dose of medicine. Yeah, it really is. It is." It yeah, is for all I, of us. Because we have nothing wrong with us, but after we record, I always feel elevated. You always feel better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, I couldn't fall asleep earlier. I just laid down for, like, an hour because I just needed to get off my feet mm-hmm. and my butt and, yeah. and relax. Get off your butt. I did. I went in. I set my alarm for an hour. I knew get I was going to fall asleep. And uh, and then again, today, awesome people. Bryce, we hadn't seen Bryce in a while. Bryce comes mm-hmm. over to visit. and Love you, Bryce. Dude. Bryce is a freaking minch. Hell yeah, man. He brings oh he mentioned it months ago. He brought over when uh Billy Strings played up here. I there they had a poster for each of the two nights and the second night I missed out on getting the second one of the set. He came over today and brought me the second one. Because he he had way well, he said he's like, Bro, I got so many posters. I was like, You're gonna break the set for yourself? And he was like, Bro. I have so, many, so posters, many posters, I can't even I have nowhere to hang them or frame them or but again, yeah, and a huge shout out to Bryce. He's Bryce Look is amazing. That. It was good, so good to see him today. Hey man, this sucks that you're going through this. It sucks that you've had to go through this. But on the flip side, as much as it sucked, I think it's been one of the most positive things I've ever seen for you. It is. It, 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 I, like I'm surprising thing. myself. This is very transformative, and, and and it's. I was really pissed when when I when the surgery got postponed by a month, but everything happens for a reason. It gave me more time to be ready for it and kind of sink into it. And put plus, I I, I love the hell out of Ryder. But Ryder's not a good nurse. I was kind of nervous about him taking me when you guys were gone. Yeah. Because uh, Ryder will do anything for you. Oh, but yeah. it's like, okay, I'm done. And then he, he's gone. He, yeah. And then he's doing his own thing. It just felt every, everything worked out right. And this is working towards me, like getting a piece of myself back. Proud of you, dude. Thank proud you. Proud of you, brother. For real, for real. I was proud of myself yesterday. Yesterday when we interviewed Matthew, that was tough. But I you did. were up and down. I was looking so forward, fucking standing up, <laughs> kneeling. kneeling. <laughs> but I didn't want to miss it, and it felt so good to talk to him and everything. And that's another one, Matthew. Thank you so much for being a listener and following what we do and allowing us. You know, we allow you in our ear holes. So yeah. it's like you, you do us. It was so good, like getting to know you yesterday yep. yeah yeah another forever friend yeah it's dope so okay matthew you had a great smile loved it <laughs> and 
I can't wait to show you your portrait that Mel drew. Uh, well, I mean, it kind of showed. Oh, it, you remember? did show it to him. That's it's right. Kind of little wobbly. It's kind of hard. Oh to yeah, you wait. Yeah, she <laughs> held it up to the camera. I wanted to talk about something, and it's actually, I had thought about talking about this prior to us walking down here today, and uh, the content of the conversation is actually it fits perfect. And uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about regret. I've had a few. Not one syllable. <laughs> Do you have any regrets? Not say. one letter? Uh, regret. Regrets. <laughs> oh. No, man. It, it can be really easy to tell somebody like, don't regret your past. Just move forward. You're in the now. It doesn't matter. That's tough. It's That's a tough thing to wrap your head it, around it's a tough word too people don't like to get because i know i've said it it's like i don't regret it i just wish i would have done things differently <laughs> that's called that's, regret yeah, i know that's, exactly that's yeah, totally 100 the, the oxford dictionary it's definition of regret to over i'm gonna penis. look it up just so that we can have a okay. clean idea no. of what regret um actually means okay it is a verb okay feel sad repentant repentant or disappointed over something that has happened or been done especially a loss or missed opportunity okay yeah so here's okay. the thing here's the other thing that people say when regret is brought up or spoken about well if that hadn't happened you wouldn't be where you are uh, now i wouldn't be the person i am today that's something that we make ourselves to feel better right and this is this is in context to something, so just stick with me here. I, I was actually thinking about this the other day, and I was thinking about like how you were saying to me, you're like, you're so good at doing stuff, like you know how to draw, and you you could do computer stuff, and you know you could find a job doing basically anything. Remember, we were having a conversation the other day, and I was thinking about like why that is the way it is and it's because i was a fuck up when i was younger like a, a olympic gold medal winning fuck up and that's from like getting fired me and me and aaron were in strong competition for that gold medal yeah. fucking through our early days getting fired getting quitting after like you have to wear a collared shirt fuck you fuck i quit you. um <laughs> for real that, yep. that's a thing yep. that happened um just a million different situations that happened that caused me to have to learn how to do a bunch of different stuff and i was thinking about like my addiction and what that took from me right and it's hard to s say i i know what it is it took my 20s from me. 100% that time in my life when I should have been or most people blah, 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 right? Like that time in my life when I could have been figuring out who I am and where I fit and what I like to do and schooling whatever you don't consider that figuring out no there was none of that it, it no it was like a pause button or a delete button it, it 
there was no, I had no thought of like future thought. It was day to day survival, like minute to minute, hour to hour. Yeah. And the thought of like getting a job to do something or not even getting a job, like being passionate about my art or passionate about music and trying to make a go at it. Like, Mm. no, there was none of that shit. Like it didn't exist. It wasn't a thing. And that fucking sucks. And I was thinking about it the other day, like not to be the turd in a punch bowl here, but like, we're allowed to talk about stuff. That's not pleasant. It bummed me out. I was like, fuck man. And I've never, honest to God, like let myself fully feel that. You never let yourself feel. That's why you were an addict. Yeah. I ne- but like now my life is great. I wouldn't change a thing. But I never let myself feel that regret of that, of the, of like. What that did to I you. missed every opportunity thousands of countless myriad whatevers yeah you really were in a you specifically were in a situation that you could have literally done anything the multiverse was like quite literally like holding a silver platter in front of me and i took it and flipped it and threw it on the ground with the Fuck you finger. With a up. fuck you finger, totally. <laughs> yeah, they wanted you to wear a collared shirt for that. So. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. I quit. I don't care what you're going to pay me. Um, and I was trying to like come to grips with that fact. How? Of just like, how can I be okay with this? Was what I was in my head. With the past? Yeah, like, because this sucks, right? And it doesn't feel good. It also doesn't exist right now. In reality. In, in thought only. Yeah. But fuck man. When I think about like where I was at and what I was doing. It's just a ball of regret. And like, okay. Yes. Had I not done all that shit, I wouldn't have met you. Had I not done all that shit, I wouldn't have my kids. But, but see, we say that, but we, we don't say fucking that. Yeah, you know. Don't know. You still could have We met. don't know. We were still, we lived like less than a mile from each other. I know. So that isn't altogether true. We don't know we that don't. that would have not happened. <clears throat> and I think like, we were talking about Bryce a minute ago. Bryce came over today and brought the poster. That's who we were talking about. And Bryce is... I think he's 30 or maybe just turned 31 somewhere in there. And he's got a great head on his shoulders. Yeah. Like, he really does. I'm proud of you, Bryce. Me too, man. And I told him that today to have the presence of mind at 30 years old with the opportunities that he has to like, no, I'm going to pull back and hone my craft so that I can do better in the future that thought process just didn't occur to you occur to me. And even to not do that didn't occur to me. It was just addiction. And can can I say something really quick? I think, um, too, 
it wasn't just like straight addiction. You were dealing, you were in pain and, and soothing yourself from your childhood. Yeah. Oh yeah. So well, that's the, like, you know, that's your, your reasoning, but like, that's the, why you couldn't do all those other things. Cause you were like, like you, Apple was talking about being inflamed. You were inflamed. And so you were doing anything you could to kind of like quell that fire. So that was all like, that's why it was so all encompassing because that fire was so huge that you were trying to minute by minute, hour by hour, tamp it down. Mm-hmm. And so there's no space for anything else when you're Mm-mm. focused on survival. Yeah. And, it, but like I said, I was trying to like, okay, you know, you're where you're at now. Your life is good. You've got Mel and the show and friends and, kids and apple and like darwin and life is good so why allow that to even be in my space do you do you was the thought that was in my head Uh, yeah i have a good answer for that well and and i was the conclusion i came to was i never let myself do it it. i never dealt with it like it was a oh well move on that's done now and it fucking sucks, man. And it pisses me off now. And I'm saying it for real. Like, I fucking cheated myself. And I'm talented at shit. And I could have fucking, like, who knows? Well, if I would have had my shit together, yeah. what I could have did. Like. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York. A podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. And that <laughs> we were watching that David Geffen mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And they were like, he just wasn't going to take no for an answer. Like that guy was going to, that's how I feel now because of that. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I also feel like no simple road is not what it's going to oh, no. end up being. Mm-mm. I feel like we're like, if we're watching a movie, this is like the first 35 minutes of the movie and it's like a four hour movie. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like that's where I feel like no simple road is right now. And you haven't, I feel like if anything, it was postponed. It wasn't taken away because, and I'll say this for me, I could say that I regret being a young mom who knows what I would have done and what I could have achieved and all that stuff. But that's the, that's the one thing I really don't regret is being a young mom because that shaped me in such a way that it made me realize my talents. It made me real. It it gave a focus to somebody who was completely aimless. I didn't have my mom like on my corner saying you can do this that the other it was just like a lot of adversity in everywhere yeah, that there I was looked a lot of hurdles in the way yeah so uh, being an early mom gave me a focus 
so that I can actually be a good person and a good mom. And then I can like build on that. Right. You know? So I think that for you in your case, like it does fucking suck. Who knows what, like you said, who knows what you could have been, but really I don't know that the opportunity was taken away. I feel like it was just put away for later because now you're strong enough in heart, mind and spirit to actually achieve that and be like, I'm not fucking taking no for an answer. Mm -hmm. And now I know how to fucking do a web, build a website, fucking edit your show, make a graphic, fucking play guitar, play guitar, fucking be the bomb ass husband. I'm a freaking great grandpa. Like (laughs) I realized too, that like, thank you for all that. But, but I'm just saying it's true not to, I'll blow smoke up your ass any day, but (laughs) that's just true right now. I realized too, like talking about it, that regret and not having talked about it is what held me back with a lot of shit. Like with playing guitar is a great um, example of that. Like I would pick up the guitar and play and feel regret that I never had the opportunity to pursue it the way I wanted to and would be like, well, Instead of picking it up and progressing instead of, yeah. and doing instead of it. pushing past that, fuck. Oh, okay, that sucks. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. That, yeah. And it, with a lot of stuff like that. Well, I, I mean, I won't get too deep into it, but like there's so much stuff about your past that we've never talked about and vice versa with me. Like, like what? a lot of stuff we've never talked about old relationships mm. right like come on we've never talked about that old girlfriends old, none of that stuff and we've never talked about specific things like okay you were a junkie that's just like the tagline there's never been any like really instances or conversation about specific times i know maybe a couple stories and that's it like when you were in Ohio, don't really know anything about that. Like there's a lot of your past that I don't even know anything about and mine of yours just because we've never. And you want to know the truth. There's a lot of it. my past that I don't even know about. That's probably true. It, yeah, no, I'm yeah. not being silly. I'm no, dead I, fucking yeah. serious. Like, yeah, that's what happens with that. There's a lot of that that's just like it's it's like generic time. In my life, if that makes any sense. Like, it, I lived at that time. There was no, like, I wasn't thriving. I There was no, like, um, descriptor for that time in my life. There was no, like, mark of thing that happened that, you know, it's just like I was living in a fucking hotel I find I know you do too. That my twenties, like you said, it, it is the hardest timeline of my life to piece together and remember where I was and what I did, and because of drug abuse, bad drugs, yeah, <laughs> not medicine, yeah. How do you deal with that shit, Apple? Have you ever dealt with your regret in your life? I mean, I I, I don't know. Now that you bring it up, it's I mean. <laughs> Because I'm in the same boat as you, which is weird because that's when we were, we weren't not friends. We were just in different locales. Like I'd moved to California 
we don't know much about each other's lives during that period. I know I left Vegas and then the next thing I know you're you've you'd met Mel like there was good news to yeah but what led up to that give was to me was gnarly. a lot of stuff and everything and then then same here like like there's a big period there and a lot a lot of it I mean I know it, it definitely stunted me a lot as far as well everything fucking same thing like potential I could have done a lot of things. My dad would have paid for me to go to school. I would mean you both talked about because I know we know a lot of people have gone through the military that, you know, it's like, fuck that. You know, if I could do that over again, you know, you get you get that backing where you can get grants and stuff for housing all kinds of stuff, you know, different things. I think about that. And my dad, you know, I wish I would have pushed you more to go to school and stuff and and it's funny with regret how it always ends up coming back to that well you wouldn't be the per well how do you fucking know nobody fucking maybe you'd knows. be fucking better huh yeah you could be in the same spot even better or you could be exactly the same and you didn't have regrets. yeah we don't know what the multiverse i mean i, I no. know i mean i know years of meth abuse maybe mine was mainly meth and not that much heroin uh it it fucked me up like sexually fucking mentally everything for for fucking years uh, which has ripples and effects to, you know, to this day. I mean, as far as regret, I mean, yeah, that that's about, I mean, that that, that is the biggest thing I would say that you brought up was, was the drug abuse. If I, if I could go back and remove one thing, it would be the shit drugs, the fucking cocaine, the heroin, the meth, because mm, that shit's not medicine. Or, well, <clears throat> not medicine the way we were using it anyway. Well, I mean, opiates can be medicine. Cocaine can be used for right. numbing right. things I, and I'm stuff. Just, but I'm just, yeah, you, you I get where I'm coming from. Yeah, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, but yeah, I've never known any of those addicts to produce anything good no. out of those mm-hmm. habits. Like, oh, man, if it wasn't for that cocaine addiction. Okay. Aerosmith's pretty good. <laughs> they're all right and i'm sure they've dealt with their regrets and yeah, stuff it, right and it's a, and then i mean stupid little things like i regret like i remember like like dumb little things like i remember breaking one of my sister's figurines that she loved you know mine goes to little things like that as like i shouldn't have done that she loved that and i broke that but you know that that was dealt with yeah, that I, no, I apologize. Don't mean shit like, like that. Dumb I'm talking things. about like, and I know dumb things that mean you both did. Like, that's the only time in my life when I was on fucking those drugs that I ever went to the pawn shop and sold my own shit, and also would steal like yeah, I was gonna say I money went and sold other people out shit. of my mom's purse or something, take a twenty or forty here or there, and then feel bad about it immediately because that I. I, that wasn't me. And it was like, fuck, I went to the, I went and sold my fucking entire CD collection to the pawn shop to get high for a couple of days. Yeah. Like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's a, it's a bitter pill to swallow. And, and th- I think one of the things that makes it really difficult is like when bad shit happens to us, sometimes, sometimes it's not our fault. Like life happens yeah. and, and you're like, fuck, that was circumstance. Like that's not, but this, you get that's, it's on us. 
a thousand percent that shit's on us oh like, yeah no, you can't lay that on somebody well it's my mom's fault because i didn't get the love i need okay That's it's, it's, yeah it's Look, like dude because my parents got divorced and it's like what about these other million yeah. people who are successful and didn't do drugs whose parents got right. divorced and they're sure that that uh that didn't help matters but that it's not their fault and like owning your shit like that is hard like coming to grips with the fact that I have one life and I'm, you know, more than halfway through it and I fucked up. Good thing that, it was a long time ago. Though. Yeah. It's like, that's a, that's a big bitter pill to have to chomp down on and think whatever that we're where we are now. Right. Like I can't even imagine coming to this realization and not having the support system I have around me. And you probably would have never came to this realization if you didn't have support. Cause if you're always trying to cope or damp a hard feeling that you don't want to deal with, then at this stage, there's so much ease in your life that you're able to dig up some of those old skeletons and work on them. But if you were still feeling the same way, you wouldn't have the opportunity to do that. Cause you no, just, very- you're still trying to fucking bury the skeletons, you know, at that point. Now you're like, what the fuck? I want to plant, I want a garden bed here. Yeah, what right. the fuck is going on over here? I'm pulling this up. Where, what is this thing? And at that same hand, I was thinking about that recently with, especially these rewinds, how we talk about therapy we're surrounded by such an awesome community that that us and the, all of you out there have built together and stuff that I feel being older there there's not the need to to be the tough guy to be like I don't regret oh, anything yeah. I don't fuck you know which we do especially do like putting up that wall especially when it comes to dealing with addiction and other things like that I'm like I'm fine I dealt with that shit that's in the past when I think that's not true when you get to a spot where you're very comfortable and can be very open with your with who you're surrounded yeah, your by posse, whoever it is and then you then you you let your own guard down inside you and shit comes bubbling up i feel like if you are the kind of person that's like i dealt with that already i i, I have nothing else to, then you fucking didn't deal with it if, yeah if you're getting if that it's upset. still spiky when you think about something you still have some work to do and it doesn't mean oh you didn't do anything that's see like these extremes that we give ourselves to keep ourselves in some weird limbo state where we can't like just settle the fuck down internally. It's either like, oh, I took care of it. I'm done. Or I, I'm not dealing with that shit, dude. That's our culture. It's like, oh, actually, I did do some work on that. And it's some stuff is starting to come up again. I guess I got to I got to soul search a little bit more. Or this is just another layer to that really deep seated problem or root issue that I had and now I got to work on this part of it not that it's one and done no like shit happens you start thinking about stuff like again somebody who's always making themselves like busy they're so occupied in tasks that they don't have time to recall memories and relive good or bad times 
But once you have put yourself in a place where you can actually have a little bit of, like I said earlier, a little bit of ease, you've got a schedule down, you've got support, you have the rest that you need, stuff starts to come up because your body wants to heal you. You, Your body is in a constant state of healing, always. So if you can put a little bit of attention on something that you kind of put some dirt over earlier and you can put some attention on it so you can actually scoop it up and take it out, that's what we do when we have a little bit extra time. Well, Maybe I, not on purpose, but it happens. Yeah, and I don't know if everybody's like this, but... My tendency is, and has been in the past anyway, is like, if it feels bad, figure out a way to make it feel better. Right? Don't, does that make, I guess that makes sense, right? But like, there's certain shit that just isn't going to feel better. There's no like, 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 there's no mental. Somebody dying that you're not going to feel better. Time will make it not hurt so much but you don't feel good that your mom died right there's no yeah, you mental can't make a happy out of that gymnastics yeah. that i can do that i'm gonna go oh that oh okay cool i'm okay now with that like it doesn't exist it, and getting away from the habit of instantly wanting to make that bad feeling stop and being like okay this sucks you're that's how we became drug addicts. killing that <laughs> addict in you, babe. That's what, way back when you talked about like the weight thing, which was the tail end of last year, mm-hmm. right? Ever since then, there's been more and more pieces of this addict that have been coming up in order for you to shed him completely. And it's insidious. It hides in little different ways. And like, you've been dealing with it. You've been, things have been coming up. And what's unlike you from the previous 25 years of marriage that we had, I'll say 24, like that's not something you did. You did not talk about past stuff to get through it. You just got over it. And that, that we like even stuff between us that we've had beef about or that we fought about. Like, it's just like, okay, done. We did that. And we talked about it 10 years ago and that's how it stays. <laughs> it's done. So we don't like, yeah, it's locked up. Yeah. It's and, and that's always been hard for me to deal with because I, talky I'm a person. talky person and like it, then it stays locked in me, you know? And mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't, I don't like shit staying locked in me. I'm fucking, I don't have a lot of space in my body for extra I, I don't room for that shit. I don't. And I Nobody got time for that. I feel the I, same way with that. You know, got the headspace for that and the emotions to deal with shit locked up. And I can't think of. That's um, why I hate lying. Yeah, <laughs> I can't think of things other than a f- couple things that happened in our marriage between the two of us that I regret. That's it. I like. I I was raised how I was raised and I can't really take that back. That wasn't up to me. Like mm-hmm. I, I oh, didn't. Yeah. So I, I don't really, reg- not on yeah, you. I don't, reg- yeah, I can't regret that. Um, you know, the times where I had to stop talking to my mom, it, that sucked, but I felt like I needed to do that also. I don't feel like that was regretful and you know, <sighs> yeah, there's stuff I wish that didn't happen, but it's not for no simple road. Um, to talk about and it's not something that keeps me up at night either right I well I think you haven't had a life filled with regrets period you've 
I pretty much do what I want. No, you, you and I, we've been together since you were 19. Yeah. And our life has been pretty fucking dope. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, even on the whole, uh, on the whole, I, I mean, like, look, our first few years of marriage was a dumpster fire. Uh, probably if I look over the timetable <laughs> of my life, it was probably like the worst years of my life, yeah, but they were also fire. the best years of my life too. Like they really were like well, the yeah, best dumpster fire. Keep you warm. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what made you guys so strong. It still amazes me. Reckon sometime. It ama- it amazes me. The the we we talked about this that fucking you put up with Aaron's shit you you came along like like you you Aaron's a lot I this and is you put a, you know I you feel know, like I know that's my specialty it and it made you stronger both of you my specialty is putting up with shit well you, but, yeah <laughs> I, mean, I don't know especially in the beginning what shit was but but even Aaron was like felt like like somebody that stuck by you and put up with your shit that's part of my problem I fucking I with relationships I I I have fucking very little tolerance for anything why i don't know i've been like that for like what's what's the thing like okay if you're like i'm not gonna tolerate that like why like why why wouldn't you tolerate because um, i because i don't like to be told what to do or change like something as simple mm -hmm. as like as like okay well girl i was dating and they like started to stay over the house more and taking over the bathroom and then started getting on me like you need to do this and that and fuck it. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> Come in here, and tell me what I got to so do with my shit. Was it because it wasn't worth it, or because you were being Damn. like, you know what I mean? I, like sometimes you'll be like, well, fuck, I don't want to do this, but I guess I will because no, you know what I mean? Like sometimes if I've if, if it's cat worth for it, thirty eight years, it's it, that did it. I I know him, man. Like, yeah, I I I can't explain. Yeah, and especially drama. Like, I'm I, I'm not a fighter. I I've, I've had two relationships that ended because I wouldn't fight. Yeah, but you're passive aggressive. Yeah, that's you do fight. Oh yeah, I can, Oh yeah, I could be. Yeah, brother. I can be a passive. But but as far as like screaming and name calling oh, and yeah, yelling you know, or anything, you'll like just, that, you, you just or or the thing of like the girl where has been put in that situation, which I get like like flirting with other going out to the bar and flirting with other dudes to get a rise out of me as soon as that happens it's like okay you just got a rise out of me we're done get your shit fucking leave i'm done you do that to me once i ain't staying I, I kind here of i'm down with that the, mentality i ain't though. staying yeah, that, here for the rest of the show there ain't nothing wrong with that right, right. there that yeah. um uh, yeah but the other stuff like that the moment that somebody is saying like she's staying over more she's got stuff in your bathroom and she's like, yo, there's piss on the floor. Like, or you need to put up Wipe whatever. Wipe up the mirror. Or yeah, whatever. whatever. Some of us will in that moment ask ourselves, is this worth it? And some of us will be like, hell yeah, it is. Like, well, and see, like, like the things you pointed <laughs> out is what most people point out. My, my fucking shit was immaculate. That person was the mess, and it was like basically like you, you need to lighten up more. You need to move your shit over. So I put all my. And it's like no, no, no. That's why there's drawers. It wasn't and things. worth it. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I can't tolerate. That'll be me my whole life. I can't tolerate a messy, sloppy person. Yeah, 
Yeah, and you and that leads to where everything else is sloppy. You're a little and, OCD right. too. Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm, yeah. I, I, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've learned that living with you. It, it's it's hard, man. It's it's a a definite. Um, it's a balancing act, I guess, to to figure this shit out and to come to grips with the things that don't sit right in us because. Everybody has it. Well, I, I don't think there's anybody listening to the show right now that's like, hmm, when I think back through my life, I don't have one regret. And if it that's is, why, that's why, if wait, you that's are, what I let want, me know. When we started this, at first, that's what I want to think, but then you start delving down. And then what, what about things like that? Like, like is, is it my regret? Like, like, I regret that I'm not as close to my dad's side of the family as I used to be. Sure. But that was all done by them becoming ultra religious and telling me I'm going to hell. It's still a regret that the situation isn't so the that, way that you okay, want it. So to yeah. Be. So that, okay. So that's would still like, yeah, I, well, I, that, I regret that our family yeah. drifted apart because yeah. of them being religious. Well, yeah, zealots. That's if, if we're going there, the stuff that you didn't have control over. I regret that. I don't know my East coast family. I have literally no family from the East coast. And that's where I was born. And I have three aunts. Um, a brother. A brother. I've got umpteen cousins. And I don't know any of them. And none of them care about me. And I don't know anything about their lives. Yeah, that's. And then that's where I come to so that's with stuff like that. Where, where it's like, like, like one of my aunts called me like three weeks ago. And left me a message like, well, it'd be nice if you answered the phone. But that's that's my aunt that several years ago told me I was going to hell for working in the cannabis industry. Oh, yeah. And, and it's like it's like, I'm sorry, I'm not I don't I don't yeah. have time in my life for as stuff you get like older. That. Yeah, it, as you get older. It, yeah, yeah. It is. And it's been many, many, many years. Like my, my uncle Larry on my dad's side. I have fuck, I can't remember five, four or five cousins. We we're really close, you know, your, yeah, years and years cousins. ago. Yeah. And, and then I'm like, I'm like, oh, I feel like an asshole. I don't ever talk to him, but it's like, well, that whole thing, you know, road goes two ways. Nobody ever reaches out to me. Well, and- okay. Well, on that point, that's just being a jerk because you're displaying the same behavior that you don't like. Yeah. So if you want to call somebody, call them because you want to, not because, Oh, they might call. It's like giving somebody a present, expecting one back. You already know their behavior. That's true. Yeah. You're gonna, but you miss that person, so you want to talk and then, to them. And that's the problem with this certain situation too. I don't miss. I, yeah, I'm sorry. See, I don't miss different. any of them because they. I. I, I can't deal with that. Mm-hmm. When people persecute you because you don't, I don't care what belief. I don't care if you believe that you love cheese and I don't. You're gonna hate me because it's che- you know, whatever. Like like like, to, to, which is a big problem with this world is the fuck wanting to control everybody. Cheese lovers are fucking. It's like if, yeah, it does suck. Like you know, when you're not I, I um, close to your blood family, you lose connection with your culture, and that is really hard, especially like growing up not knowing Spanish. So that kind of took me out of my culture and then like growing away from the East coast. So that took me away from my culture and then becoming more Americanized. And so that takes me away from my culture. So like, I don't like, I'd love to be feel and be more Puerto Rican, whatever that even means to just own that more of that part of myself. 
but I do the best I can with how what I was raised. Got. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, it would be cool. Like going to Puerto Rico when we first moved here in 2016, that was a huge, um, like turning over of a leaf that I, you know, like going there for Sid's birthday with my uncle, my mom, my sister, Simon, like, yeah, that was, really that cool. was a, a huge, um, healing thing for me, you know, and being around a culture that was familiar yet. I was estranged from, yeah. which is really kind of a weird thing. Like, I feel like I belonged, but I was an outsider. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. You know, like yeah. people looked like me. They sounded like my family, but like, but you weren't I on wasn't, the inside. No, I wasn't. Yeah. And, and that felt super weird. That's what, it, that's what you feel like when you go to the dead lot wearing one of those H&M. You know what I felt like? <laughs> I felt like a stranger. Oh, shit. <laughs> Which I'd love to do that. I'd love to go to, well, I'm mostly Swedish. I'd love to go to Sweden someday and check it out. But it's the same thing. I don't know that. I don't know anything. They about were so Swedish welcoming. Culture. I must say this: like Puerto Ricans were so welcoming. They were loving. I didn't have one negative experience on that trip. Only the fact that you weren't there, babe. Yeah, um, that sucks. but that was it. Like the the everything was That's as good as it could have been. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, like at the end of the day, where at least what I've come to with this is like for me because of who I am and the way that I, my head is crazy and whatever. <clears throat> I got to just feel it I think and own it and just be like, yeah, you did that, dude. That's it sucks. the most mature thing Eat I've heard shit. you say, baby. Like for real. Yep. Sit down to that meal of humble pie. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it wasn't your whole twenties. You were 26 when we got married and yes, those first few years. So we take you to 29, maybe take you to 29, maybe it was my twenties, baby. It was my 20s. All of it. And it's fine. I remember my fucking 21st birthday. I was in the Budget Suites Hotel shooting dope. Like, it was my 20s. It's fine. It's not fine at all. No, it's not fine. Even a little bit. But it's okay now. And, and like, I just got to eat it. And, and, And what you said is uh i don't know if it helps but it's a i feel like it's true about it being on hold and not ruined um but that guy is gone like not really yeah i am not 21 no you're not 21 but like it's like i think about it like this because you know we're empty nesters right now and we're in our mid years, mm-hmm. <laughs> according to whatever the fuck that is. I don't know. Diane Keaton, 74. She's beautiful. She looked dope. <laughs> She's on the cover of my AARP magazine. Yeah. <laughs> but so we're in our, our half years, mid life, whatever. It, when I was 26, I felt like this still. I know. I was thinking about I this still the other feel day. Like this. I was like, when do you feel like a grown up? Cause I still don't feel it. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> it was I, just, you postponed the younger time in your life by being a dummy. And now that dummy learned a shit ton of stuff and he's got experience and maybe he can be a little bit more compassionate with this Aaron. Yeah. And now you've got all these skills that this Aaron has like 
cultivated. There, there was a, a moment, not a couple of years, maybe three years after we got here, maybe four. Um, when I really realized that I never going to feel like a grown up, and there was a tree that fell across our street, and Mel went <laughs> to leave for work, and couldn't get down the hill. And she had to take an Uber to work. And it was like. I had to climb over this humongous tree. To get to the Uber. To get to the Uber. <laughs> and it was like 5 o'clock in the morning or 5.30 mm-hmm. in the morning. Yep. And I was the only one in the neighborhood, in the world right then, that knew that this tree had fallen across the road and blocked everybody in. And I was like, "When's where's the adult coming to fix this <laughs> shit? Like somebody needs to f- call somebody. Like, <laughs> I need a grown up. And I was like, oh shit, that's me right now. Like I'm holy shit. <laughs> and I that I realized that like that moment, dude. Like for real. Well, for and real. that's reassuring to me to know. I remember you telling me, but you said this before or anything. I always thought like like you guys being married and having kids. And raising kids that you had so many more answers. Oh, no. And, like, you have your shit more together, which I know that's not the case. Not that you guys don't have your shit together, but you know what I mean. It, it's You know what? No, you, know, you know what? Actually, there's I a do, reward that comes actually, with getting older and realizing yes. that you're never going to know. I, just, I talk to my dad almost daily. He's 80 now. He got his shit together, and he knows he never will, and Dude. he admits it. Once you can admit it, then yeah. it's a lot easier. The Life only, is the only yeah. thing that being married and having kids has done for Mel and I, and she's going to agree with this okay. is forced us to do a bunch of shit. We didn't want to do. <laughs> I mean, that's not the only no, thing. Do, do you know what well, I mean? Not yeah. the only yeah. thing, but like, <laughs> like I got to get up at five 30 in the morning to get my kids ready for school. Yeah. I don't want to get up, you know, but I, ha- I have to. It, what it, it, it's also... Nobody's nah. showing up to do that but us. It's also made us have to make up a bunch of shit that we never would have thought to do that, before. That's true. That's we, totally We would true. have never needed to or had to do certain things, but we had to make stuff up. Like, why can't I do this? Why can't I go here? And then you just make up an excuse for the kid <laughs> because... That's what you do. Yeah, like, or, or, you know, why can't I buy this thing? Make something. You just make shit up on the fly. I can remember, too. Well, and then when you have kids, too, like all the, because then you got all their activity. I remember the Aaron several times. I fell for it every time, too. You wrote me into going to something. Oh, like yeah. I didn't mind most of the time, but like like when you when you wrote we were me going in, to temple, to, yeah, to temple, and I'm like I'm like really, we're dude? just dropping them off. I dude. like bad hair, freaking he's like got a pranayamaka, and, this <laughs> and, that. and I'm like, what the fuck? You said we were just dropping them off, we are, man. Come on in, yeah. Say your this, bro. It'll be all right. No, it 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 really does. It forces you to do a bunch of stuff that you normally wouldn't do, right? Yeah. But. Just because you're married and have kids doesn't preclude that doesn't mean that it doesn't make you're you grown, grown up, up and you've got you your shit up. together. Look at all the dysfunctional, broken ass folks running but around. Wait a they, minute. You can't. There is definitely something between a married dad than a single non dad. If wait, and I'm, I'm there, there's a there's a a Richter scale. 
of married dad. There's the total fuck up married dad yeah. and the and yeah, married dad that hold, that's holding, holding it, down. it down. I'm talking about the holding it down one. I'm talking about the holding it down spouse. Okay. okay? The one that holds it down to the person that's never been married or never had a kid because there is just something about how that spouse, that person knows how to handle shit that a single person just doesn't even oh, fucking yeah. fathom. Because you can't even, because they, they can't even think in that. They don't even think that way because the tree has fallen across the street every day and there's no adult. coming. And, and you've had to grow up in the sense that you're a parent. Like, like I still, I rely on you two for shit all the time <laughs> because what Mel said is totally true. I fucking, I've never completely grown up. But do you get where I'm coming from about the tree? I'm, I'm being silly, but like, no, I get the, the tree metaphor. has fallen across the, but, but, every so, day. But that there's creates something a where skill. you need to step that up. That creates a skill. And that I wouldn't say that I think we have our shit together. I'm not talking about in life. Like we're perfect. I'm talking about like, we know how to fucking pay our bills on time. Well, yes. We don't fucking have no people like, uh, you know, like owing people money and shit. Like we, don't we have groceries in our house like that sometimes people never grow out of that shit sometimes people are like that period yeah yeah i, I parental few, or not people it's come to mind true. immediately yeah. <laughs> you know so <laughs> i think that we did figure some stuff out is it like but does that make measurable us no no because that doesn't even mean anything yeah i i still feel i well, and it all comes down at the end of the day to your own perspective on yourself totally. and everything. Yeah, I, I was, true. and what, what, how, how you're letting these things affect you. The other day, Mel went to go see the Shook Twins Friday night. She went to go see the Shook Twins with her friend. They were amazing. I love the Shook Twins. And I said, John Craigie, shout out. I, I said, I'm not going. I need a day to just like take care of myself. I'm going to stay home and take a weed bath. That was so funny. And, if you ever want to feel, if if you out there listening ever want to, you're a dude. I don't know if this goes for women. I'm only a me, so I can only speak to me and men. If you ever want to feel like a little kid, go take a fucking bath, bro. <laughs> go get your hairy, weird, pink-bodied ass into the be- into the bathtub and put some bubbles in there. You are immediate. I don't care if you're 65. You got grandkids. You flew in a private jet today. You ate grapes off of fucking silver platter. You're going to feel like an eight-year-old little kid. A bath's like a leveling tool. Yep. Like you just said, doesn't matter who you are, you get in a bath. And and I want to pause there for a moment. Talk about Aaron's bath the other night because I didn't even talk to Bell about this yet. He was so fucking fun. I was in bed, falling asleep, ready to fucking. He came just out just go. to see Stone Aaron. Uh huh. It's one of my favorite things. Me because, too. Because Aaron, because <laughs> we get high all the time, and and Aaron can't. We've talked about that. Aaron can't smoke, and I get you. You don't want to make yourself feel bad, but he can take these weed baths. And fucking, I I got. I heard him walking to him and Darwin walking down the hallway. I stumbled out of bed come hang out for a few minutes and i'm like did you take a wee as soon as he, right in the mid sentence he's turning to look at me and i seen his eyes like, he's like yeah you did <laughs> i'll glass it down on the front porch this motherfucker was giggling so fucking hard at everything because he's always doing the social media looking at memes and posts but for some reason to, and that was a there was a bunch of funny ones in a row 
everyone was the funniest thing Aaron had ever heard. And he's to, he's tra- he's like, dude, <laughs> dude trying to show me the photo, just cracking. I, I wasn't even laughing at the memes as much as his reaction and how fun and silly he was. She said, she, she said that to me the other day when we were driving down the freeway. She's like, I miss getting stoned together. You guys, when Aaron and I first started getting stoned together, it was some of the funnest times in our life. It was really fun. It was. I miss it too, So man. fun. I do too. I, I, got miss, ex- like, I got excited when Mel started smoking and you guys were smoking <laughs> together and I'd come over and burn a bowl with you guys. Was, and I miss the feeling of like. Just because of how it changes your to. personality temporarily in that kind of a lighter, sillier, jovial kind of not caring kind of a thing and it was felt good it felt good to get high with you back in the day definitely didn't have any and, and Aaron's Aaron's fun to get high with he's mm-hmm. a silly motherfucker when mm-hmm. he's high the other night we were talking to I was like he, he's got probably one of the safest habits there is yep I was I was like I can't sneak a bath a weed bath on you <laughs> like just take this bro just take it it's a regular bath just get in the tub it's not easy he's like why is it foamy you can't slip it he's like in you're not something. gonna be you're not gonna develop a three bath a day habit like <laughs> oh I gotta get up in the morning I'm taking my before work bath oh hang on I want to take a bath before we eat dinner so me, I'm good and stoned me and Melon Rider like talking on the side like do we need to have an intervent what do we do do we just take the stopper out of the tub you know how do we put an end to this. This motherfucker's he just and spent three hundred bucks on bath salts this week. I have to say, I'm really proud of you, babe, because you did. You stayed home on that Friday, and it was so good. And then the next day, you had a facial. We we I did asked a, facial. You for a facial. Yeah, yeah. And you've asked me for a facial before, and then not reminded me or just let it slide. But you're like, hey, well, you gonna go get the room ready or what? And like, I was just That's- again, you're so far from that person that I married and that I knew, especially within this last year, I would say you changed more in this last year than you have in the seven years that we've been here. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I sure. I, I'd agree with that as far. Well, well, especially on here and stuff, you've, you've brought up stuff that I never thought you would right? or that, that I never huh. knew you needed to like just now the regret thing. I didn't know that you were holding on to that, but oh, like, yeah. like Mel said, that makes sense. That's kind of the junkie in you that you've had a hard time letting go of. And sometimes I can't, um, I think too fast. So I can't articulate things. And I do the same thing when I write. Sometimes I, I'm trying to write something, so, like get it out, but I can't get it. And I, there was something that I wrote about you a while back, but I couldn't get it all out in my head. But I, I, I kind of recall it, you know, and it was about letting things go and, and your weight and your um, the addiction aspect. And it all has to to do with something it all the more you work out that and tease that junkie out of your the addict part like mm-hmm. i don't know that they'll, that person will ever be gone but like looking back at him and it. the reasonings exactly and like like you when you're doing those opiates you're doing it to not feel and to soothe yourself and because it feels good and cause, so you don't get sick but everything is about feeling about making yeah. the bad feel good and <laughs> That only postponed feelings. It didn't take them away because no. they came back. No, it's, it's a it's a 
pause button. Yeah. So that's why I said earlier that I feel like it didn't take away your 20s. It postponed it. But also like you postpone the healing, but maybe you did it for the most perfect time when you actually have the most support you've ever had. You've got the Cody's and Joel's and Corey's and all of us. And like you have extra help to talk about stuff and like there's no shame anymore like the cards are on the table no i don't i don't feel shame but but you but there was and that was something that had to be worked out Mm -hmm. and so like slowly but surely it's been being chipped away at that addictive personality and it is something that within like i said the last year i feel there's been more groundwork covered than in in all of your previous years. Crazy. And I'm proud of you. Thank you. I get a little, what is this? This is episode 24 of this. I think there is a lot that has happened in these 24 yeah. episodes of side roads. Yeah. And it's side a, roads. Er, er, you mean er, a weekly er, rewind. <laughs> weekly rewind. <laughs> if you want side roads, Sorry. you gotta go to Patreon. Weekly rewind that too. <laughs> but it, there's been a lot that's happened through this and we've all mentioned it. But when you out there mention it to us, our friends and community, it really rings true. I, I could show you guys. I Several listeners have told us like, oh, the interview stuff is cool, but I, I really like the, the Monday stuff. Like we've, we've heard that a lot lately. And Can uh, you just... Um, hang may, on. All right. Hang on. And the other day, I was getting our analytics together. And... Uh, I looked at the last few weeks of our analytics and the way it's shown on the computer is, is a graph, right? And it, it spikes when we drop an episode and then it slowly goes back down over the week and then it spikes when we drop another episode. And over the past maybe four weeks, it was disproportionate. The, um, Spike would be a lot bigger when we dropped an interview episode than the weekly rewind. For the past few weeks, they're even. Hell yeah. Like, and not because the interview ones have dropped. We've oh, had okay, some, yeah. We've had yeah. some big yeah. names on the show that have. But the rewind has. The rewind has risen to meet it. What do you which, think that's about? I, they really love us. I, <laughs> you know what? I don't. I don't care. <gasps> what? Yeah, I don't care. That's not like you, babe. I I don't know. I don't know and I don't want to find out. Good. Just let it happen. Yeah, let shit ride. That's when we get to be totally open and honest on ourselves and stuff. Yeah, it's- I feel like this is like a a jumping off point for the rest of the week Look, for man, all of us. I've been saying this. And I'm going to say it again. Say it again, Mel. Say it again. We are no simple road. Sure. Who doesn't love having these incredible artists that we have had on? I do. But we're the show. If we had no artist ever from now on, (laughs) we would still have a show. Well, because (laughs) I've been telling you from the beginning and you're like, no, we need these guests. And I'm like, okay. I love fine. it when she does that imitation. Of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't sound like that. All right. 
That's how like it that. sounds totally when it comes like out, babe. <laughs> yep, there's her. There is. There's you never Aaron. believe me, and then everybody else is telling you, and now you believe them. Fine. I was like, oh, I don't I don't think we would have any listeners if you both talked the way you just imitated each other. That would be terrible. Yeah, it would be. Oh my gosh. Uh, all right. That's well, fucking funny. I'm going oh to go. God. I'm going to go feel my regret. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pet my regret. Um, oh. should just tattoo the no regrets. Dude. Yeah, dude. Me and Mel will hook you up. Get out the eight. Yeah, right? I got really? it. Yeah. Can we do it on my face? Oh, hell yeah, on your Fuck cheek. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> so I can squeeze it every now and then. Your your regret. We'll squeeze my <laughs> post, post our own. Um, wow. Yeah, I didn't know that we were going there today, but hey, it is what it is. Uh, I hope that you all felt that. And um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what else. You to say. do not have to dig up your own regrets. You can just listen to ours yeah. and like that's it. If you're you having a good not, day, just continue. Yeah, having a good don't day. be poking around your happy life and bringing up some dumbass shit yeah, from some years shit, past. Some shit's left better. Don't do it. But if you feel like you need to and you want some support from us, reach out because you know what? We have all felt some stupid ass shit that we've done in the past that we wish we could take back and. Yeah that's it we we're we're all in human family like that like yeah. we have that in common so if you do go digging around your regrets and you need a little support because you feel bad or sad about it <laughs> reach dig, out to us this you week go digging around the graveyard and you come otherwise, out with a skeleton otherwise leave that shit alone and listen say, to da- ours and that's the end of Darwin's. it <laughs> Darwin just said it he was like let sleeping dogs lie yeah right? he did, he did. <laughs> you know that brings up a, a thing for the end of the show uh talking about side roads and interviews and patreon and having you all sign up on patreon and all that stuff i i want to pose a question to the no simple road community um chan donators and otherwise would you all be down to hear a side road episode with an interview with darwin Oh my gosh! Because <laughs> we we were thinking of making that happen. We, we've tossed around because we all do uh, Darwin's voice. Mm-hmm. Darwin has seen everything. He has seen everything. He's got things to say. Yes, he does. And so. also, Darwin is a spiritual giant. Yeah. If if y'all didn't know, I just want you to know that he has been sat through ceremony and many trips with us, and he is as he's a Anubis. He, yeah. Except he, he Anubis pre- is a cat. But well, uh, just that, that figurehead, you know what I mean? He is our like, protector. Um, so, yeah, just wondering how you all would feel about listening to an interview of, of Darwin on Side Roads. You might not be able to tolerate it, but This is it where we find hilarious. out how many cats listen to the show. They'll be true. like, fuck Darwin. <laughs> All right, so we will be back on Friday with um, a new interview. I'm not going to try and look it up right now. We'd have to, we have to discuss it. Yeah. Oh, we yeah, have to discuss yeah. it, yeah. Because it still says March and we're in April. Yeah, it's April and it's the whole thing. Uh, also, it snowed today and it's April. Oh, I have one last little bit of news and I'm going to speak about this again. But uh, the fish shows in Seattle are coming up. They are the 14th and 15th. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Of Friday April, and Saturday. Friday and Saturday. We are going to be there. If you are a listener of the show and you are going to be at the show, stay tuned for more news. We are going to take a No Simple Road family picture in front of Climate Pledge Arena on Friday before the show. And I will uh, 
you know, we'll figure out a time and a place and all that stuff, but just stay tuned. I just want to let you all know that that's coming so you can prepare We'd love to gather. Yeah. And, um, we'll be back on Friday with another episode. And until then you pet your regret and, uh, yeah, take care of yourself. Yeah. Smile at a stranger and safety third hydrate. And, um, take yourself out to ice cream. Look, ice cream is probably one of the coolest things on the planet besides it being cold. It okay. Is, oh wait. All right. What? Ice cream or chocolate? I can't pick. Aaron, you got to pick. I now. can't. Ice cream or chocolate? Chocolate ice cream. Ice cream. Okay. Oh, <laughs> apple. Apple ice cream chocolate or chocolate? Ice cream. Chocolate. Really? Which wow. one would I keep? Which one would I give up? No, not give up. Just like in a pinch right oh. now. Which one? You already said it. You already said oh, it. Cho- oh, okay. You I chocolate. thought you meant like if I had to give one up. I never I, said, I I never said anything about giving cream. anything up. I I that's, that's just crazy talk. Well, somebody that's asked true. me that and I was like, I don't even barely like chocolate and I'm not crazy about ice cream. Okay. So there you have it. Go get yourself some ice cream and yeah. we'll see you next week. We love you guys. Peace. tell you about the April May 2023 issue of Relics magazine features a Dave Matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks Relics. Hi, this is Henry K host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music. Because as you'll hear, sometimes the story is the best song.